All right, Jake, West, West, West Bros. Bros. You have 45 West minutes to pitch West Bros to me. West Bros. I'm envisioning a podcast, McLean, in which all we do is read articles about people who are angry cranks and hate everything. And we, we read about miserable people and we say, huh, that's stupid. And that'll be West Bros. Occasionally we'll have a guy named Gage on. Very occasionally, very rare. Um, I'm thinking he breaks his leg in season five. It'll be hilarious. Hmm, okay. You've Are got, you gonna pick I'm it listening. up? Are you gonna pick it up uh, for four, four more seasons? Well, I said Come you on. have 45 minutes, so. I have 45 minutes. I don't know. McLean, you told me you had to kill a bit, so I really want you to let loose with that. You want me to let loose with Mike? Okay, so this, frankly, your pitch here for Westbros is a complete dumpster fire. You start <laughs> off uh, mumbling about something, you waste your time, and now you're telling me to perform Westbros. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a one-man show over here, McLean. This is complete garbage. I, would I know. I know. The pilot episode of West Bros will not air. No, it'll be uh, on the air. It'll be good. It'll be good. Come on, McClane, you got a bit. All right, Jake. Um, as you know, I recently resigned from my position at a local retail uh, store, which will remain Red unnamed dryers? for you this don't work specific. You don't dryers anymore. I no longer work at the Frederick Myersons. Um, <laughs> no. It's sad and unfortunate, what did it do? but it's true. What was, what was the final straw, McClane? Uh, mostly when I got jobs on campus and realized that I didn't actually have to be there anymore and remembered, oh yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't know why you ever would have voluntarily worked a retail job in the first place. That's fair. If money wasn't um, the main issue, I don't... You get a job literally anywhere other than retail and fast food. Your, your quality of life will be vastly improved. All these people, all these 20-somethings who say that they lead these miserable lives, really your problem is you're working in fast food and or Walmart. <laughs> Just stop doing that. Your life, you will instantly have much more self-respect when you don't have to wear a stupid t-shirt to work every day that has some stupid slogan from the place you work at on the back of it. Jake, first you asked me to do Dignity. your... To perform Westbros for you, and then you interrupt me while I'm doing your pitch for Westbros so far. Look, <laughs> absolutely garbage. You better make this up in the next 42 minutes. I'm picturing we make a movie about a vampire dog, whether it be played by Norm McDonald as the vampire dog. All right, Jake. Uh, ha- over halfway into my tenure at the local Red Dryers, I I came across what we were posted into the into the front end office there, where the parcels hang out, uh, where the cashiers will sometimes be, and where the management for the front end will be. Uh, posted on the wall there is is uh, cashier statistics, so your produce scanning, your items per minute, your tender percentage, which I never understood, never figured out what that meant. Um, but also on that wall was this this little, little stack of papers on a clipboard that I had neglected until I looked closer. They are customer feedback. They, they, uh, they're listed um, whether satisfied or dissatisfied, and then they have comments that customers can leave. I like now, where this is going. This, this floored me because I, I realized I now possessed in my hands the funniest words ever assembled in mankind. Please tell Nothing's me you funnier. took photographs. Not There's no HIPAA, McLean. There's no HIPAA policy for, for admire. I think you're safe. <laughs> 
Not at first. I, I, I first must apologize to you, Jake, because I didn't realize that I could be recording these reviews until my last week at Fred Meyer, and I took photographs of all the ones that they had available at the moment, but there were backlogs of ones, cl- absolute classics that were no longer available to me. <laughs> oh, I, no. I studied it. They, 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 they kind of um, keep them in a binder somewhere. Yeah, they they uh, have everything on record in that office. They have bathroom. They have charts of who cleaned the bathrooms going back several years. In high school, I had to keep those charts, man. I know, I know. Um, Jake knows the bathroom charts, but they don't. I couldn't find the binder full of customer comments. I don't know if they nuked those or if they put them somewhere else or what, but I couldn't find them. All I could find were the ones currently posted, and there were some classics in those old ones, Jake. There was a woman complaining because Fred Meyer no longer sold the right size of Sunny D because her <laughs> husband would like to come home from work and have a glass of hot Sunny D as a refresher. Wait, hot way Sunny too much D? Information. Wait, 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 go back. Did you say this man drinks a glass of hot Sunny D as a refresher? I didn't say hot. I didn't say a hot Sunny Dang it. D. Did I say that? Oh, that got, that got a million times funnier when you said when I thought you said that. I'm sorry for the disappointment. Um, though I don't think it, I don't think she specified what temperature her husband's Sunny D was <laughs> it's at. It's still a possibility. It's still a possibility. I, I remember another review of a lady whining because the, the girl at the checkout check lane was chewing gum. Uh, Big, this is all big old, old. I assume this is all old Mormon ladies, right? That's that's the thing. Cranky Jake, old Mormon you know, ladies. You know the type of person that's going to. I don't even know. I worked there for a year and a half, and I could not tell you where you would go to leave a customer review for Fred Meyer. <laughs> so, the, you know the only people were that these, do wait, that were these, or were these the old like, parents. Were these hand? No, these are. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how they were received by Fred well, Meyer. McClay, All I know is, the, experience, is I got them printed out, typed out. In my experience, whenever uh, whenever I go to a store, the cashier will give me my receipt and then circle the bottom of it and say, here, take our customer satisfaction survey online. I might have been supposed I'll, to do that, but I never did that once in my is. life. That's what um, it is. But I'm sure, I'm sure there is a link somewhere on Fred Meyer, Red Dryer's receipt. Whoa. That was a close one. Red dryer's receipt, yeah, where you yeah, could go yeah. and leave a review, and that's that's how these are these come to me. You can tell that they were typed out. There's lots of uh, the grammatical errors and whatnot, of course. But uh, at, like like we were saying, you know, the people that are leaving these reviews are the same type of peoples that will complain about fireworks scaring their dog on the Fourth of July. I, 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 it's I, I, sixty-seven. It is elderly women, and like you said, most of them are probably Mormon. Um, hope I so. did. I. On that you note, know what we need in this country, McLean? Less women, more men. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little gay, but all that's right. a little gay. I'm sorry. That was a lot of you know. Um, you know, McLean. Complete side I, My neighbor, my neighbor had a bunch of uh, gay gay pride flags out, all the all the rainbow stuff, and uh, uh, he was talking about how much he loves men. So I went up to him one day and I said, uh, "Hey, Bob, that's kind of gay." So, complete sidetrack, we recently had the Pocatello Mormon Temple here dedicated, which meant that we had these absolute insane... I, I'm gonna be... I'm gonna try to... Oh, they finally finished Mentally that? deficient people that came into town to go visit the Mormon Temple because you're only allowed inside of it before it's, like, christened or whatever, and then only the church elders are allowed inside. Oh, I see. So God, get in God works on a strict... Uh... 
yeah. <laughs> I don't even understand that, but okay. Yeah, so so and because we live near it, we have all well, the we're talking that like were coming in and we're out. talking like Old Testament kind of thing, where like only the the high priest could go behind the yeah. veil into the temple, and <laughs> so like that veil tearing thing. Never mind, guys. Old it's, it's so going to see the <laughs> temple. You know how uh, the crucifixion and the and the veil tore in the temple? Nah, well, God stitched that back up, fellas. It's <laughs> back had together a, again, boys. They had part people taking care of parking. They had a speed gun o- up there, so you could see your speed. I always tried to hit a high score on it whenever I passed <laughs> it. Uh, they had old people out there with the sign saying stop. Didn't never had one of them try to stop me, but I don't know if I'd be able to bring myself to be under that control. But I had this old couple come through my line at Fred Meyer one rainy day. Well, what, and they what said did that the they sign were busy say? All day. What did the sign say? It just it was just a stop sign. What you you're telling me people were walking around with stop signs? Yeah, they 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 had they were set up in their stations and they were directing traffic. Oh, I don't okay. Know. I thought you were talking like protest style. Somebody had just written, made no. like a homemade stop sign and was marching no. around the temple. No. Like stop sinning or something. Jake, we're already on a rabbit trail. Could you try to... Can we, can we try <laughs> well, to I'm sorry. I'm, I'm but I had this old old couple come through my line. They say they were busy all day up at the Mormon temple. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, a lot guiding of... tour. Oh, and hard, I, mine, I'm like, it's a hard day. What is there to the tour temple. at the temple? It is literally a brand spanking new building. What are you going to say? It's all it's all brand new. But um, they were like, so, uh, so you're going up to the temple? And I'm like... No, no, I wasn't planning on it, realizing that I had gotten way too deep already and I had to back myself out of this one. And they're like, oh, well, you should go see it anyway if you, uh, if you, <laughs> you know, even if, even if you aren't into that, you know, hey, yeah, architecture you know, and stuff. I'm just saying that I might make you a little bit more holy, you know what I'm saying. Though. Yeah, but all of that aside, Jake, I have for you here the most recently posted customer reviews for the local red dryers. <laughs> Hit me. Checkout girl was very friendly, helpful, and appeared to take personal interest in my shopping experience. (laughs) If there is one thing I do not want from any store employee, it is to take a personal interest in my shopping experience. This is an old woman. Of God, do not do that. This is an old woman who tries to strike up conversations with her mailman. One of the things here is that because of the way they're formatted, I'm not sure where one ends and begins. So this next one here is right underneath that, and I'm not entirely sure it's a different one, but I'm pretty sure. You know, you're you're supposed to mark how satisfied you were on the survey item. You can say satisfied, highly satisfied, dissatisfied, neither satisfied. I don't know what all they are. But this person says satisfied. Would have been highly satisfied, but wife always insists of looking at everything before making a selection. (laughs) That's on you. Mister, mister, I don't control what your wife... (laughs) I don't control how many times your wife checks the price of cottage cheese. Maybe his wife was the cashier. (laughs) I hate my wife. That's the joke. (laughs) Take my uh, wife. Person said, no, please. <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> you dirty dog. I'm trying I'm trying to have a highly satisfied shopping experience, but you're checking the prices on everything? You dirty dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this person says they're neither satisfied nor dissatisfied. The store is out of so many items. I know it's not all their fault, but how can other Kroger stores get things, but this one doesn't? 
Uh, there's the clock chiming as I'm in the living room. Uh, this person says many items were not available. Like Produce. Abbey. That's true. This person says produce seems to appear very fresh. Thank you. Uh, there's just Here's one review. Fresh. There's two reviews that just say B, just the letter B. Uh, oh, great. That's a great letter. <laughs> Man, we're only doing 80%. All right, now here here we get a little more a little more in depth. Uh, a pharmacy is always very efficient. Uh, this person says pleasant, well stocked, spacious. Um, okay, great. I I never really cared about how spacious the store was that I went to. That's another thing. I couldn't I couldn't I could not care less when I go into a store. I'm just looking to buy something and get it out of there as fast as possible. Like taking the time to dwell on like how I'm ex- how my shopping. I think it's uh, McClay, this a it's a I boomer. I want to put a bullet in my brain. I know I'm talking about boomers a lot lately, but that is a it's a, that that's age range. They they grew up with this idea that uh, going to a store was an experience, McLean. Um, it's true. Old people used to just hang around Kmart all day waiting for blue lights. I had never understood that. It, it really, it used to be a lot more of a thing than it is now, but old people's idea of a good time was just hanging around the store all day. Or just, I don't know. It's weird. Mall walkers, um, yeah, it's weird. Jake, the apples I purchased taste of the cold storage facility. Like Costco. Two Costco new varieties. Has, has like a like a weird restaurant thing going on there where you can buy like hot dogs and stuff. I'm like, of all the places that I want to go and sit down and enjoy a meal, Costco is not one of them. I'm I'm Costco is a Costco trash is store. The, uh, I I I've realized this actually. Different. I initially thought. I mean, it's good for buying some things, but it's it's the last sort of the last stand of those. Maybe it's a maybe it's an old white people thing, but it's the last stand of the stores where old people will go just to hang out all day. That it is Costco. It's an old people Costco's hangout. Costco's a trash store. store, and membership model is a trash business model. It uh, is it's a scam. Anyway, yeah. it's Planet Fitness. It's a pyramid scheme. Anyway, Jake, can we stay on track here? The apples I, I purchased taste of the cold storage facility. I tried two new varieties and both were disappointing. The sweet tango was better than the envy, but both had an off taste. <laughs> you have too much time I can on your taste hands. The storage facility on my apples. First you're, off, if you're, you're not buying honey apples. crisp apples exclusively, you, that's on you. You're reviewing apples on FredMeyer.com. You have too much time on your hands. I have a I have a large rant about call your grandson see what he's stores, doing, but it's a uh, it's unfocused and and frankly scattershot. It, it wouldn't be good for Westboro's just yet. I have to craft it a little more. Sorry, rant. I was able I to use that. e-coupons. Uh, a large rant on people in in stores. Just in people the, in general, just stores. the existence of people. I... Yeah, yeah. It's like I said. It's large, unfocused, and at most points irrational. So. Oh, I'm ready for it. I I really want to hear it. Uh, we, we'll get into that maybe later. I was able to use e-coupons and sale prices to buy what I needed for very low prices. I saved $16 because of sales and coupons. This person says beef is too pricey. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, Let's go. Thank you, Brandon part. Let's go. uh, Great job. (laughs) This person says great job on promoting seasonal products. What, do you work for corporate? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you care? (laughs) This person was asked how to improve your experience. They said none. Um, this person says highly satisfied. Nice <laughs> Cannot people. possibly be improved. <laughs> I've noticed Freddy's has really decreased their inventory on certain office items. I was able to go to a competing store and find exactly what I was looking for. What? 
don't know why you'd say that. Uh, this person says product in stock. This person says bring back bulk spices. Just four words, that's all. I'm waiting for the beggars, McLean. I, I was promised Bring back bulk spices. Uh, selection price, speed of checkout. Well, I'm going through all of them here. Bring all back right. bulk spices. They, uh, they repeat that. Uh, good selection of prepackaged, but I like the bulk variety better. Uh, pretty good prices, has what I needed. Oh, here, here's one. The employees are not friendly at all. They oh. don't smile or talk to you. They answer yes or no. That's it. They act like they hate being there. Lady, have I got some news for you. <laughs> this might come as a it's, shock. It's sad. I really love shopping at Fred's. I shop there less because they're so depressing and not friendly. I want to have in-depth philosophical conversations with the lady working the with the parcel loading my bags into my car. <laughs> Jake... I come to press to make some and friends. Take a personal interest in my shopping experience <laughs> for once. <laughs> this person says, um, "Wandered about about as much as usual." That's all. <laughs> this person says, "Easy in and out. Every item I was after was available." There are too many confusing ways to get discounts, like buy this many to get the discount, or buy, must buy ten items to get fifty cents off, etc. <sighs> It's sad that the stock in the pet department is still unavailable. I don't know if sad is the right word. Inconvenient, maybe. Now, Jake, here's, here's, here is an interesting one. This is one is in-depth, and I think this is just about perfect for the season. Because this review here, this man has, man or woman, has written a paragraph woman, about let's the be turkey honest. supply chain. Oh, good. I told you, McLean, the local Fred's here. The local Fred's here. No turkeys to be found. Well, you'll be surprised. Because a similar situation here in Pocatello. I think Teddy's stirring. <laughs> so I'll try to keep quiet for him. You were out of stock of small turkeys and turkey breasts. It's a tiny turkey the emergency. Meat department, the meat department did not know when or if you were getting more in. Out of stock of ham hocks. Meat department didn't seem to be too concerned about it. Oh, no. Oh, if they aren't, they're Why aren't are they out of gnashing stock. their teeth and wailing in the streets? <laughs> Still out of Brazil nuts for weeks. So I went to Albertsons to buy my turkey breast and ham hocks, ordered Brazil nuts from Amazon, and as I typed earlier, I really ticked about not getting the discount on 10 items I bought. I even looked at my receipt again to verify quality. It was Swanson's broth, Campbell's cream of chicken soup, and Dryer's ice cream. Last week, I went to customer service to get the discount on five items. Looks like I will have to remember to do it again next week on these ten items. Old people care too much about coupons. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Hey, coupons, by the way? Absolute scam, dude. You think... You think coupon prices have been like raised like proportionately with the prices of goods nah saving 50 cents off like a five dollar thing of cottage cheese isn't gonna make a lick of difference buddy oh yeah it doesn't mean anything i realized a long time ago that fred's marks their clothes at like it's like 80 bucks for a shirt but oh it's like 70 percent off so it's actually 20 dollars and it's like oh come on also Yo, fred meyer changed their rewards card program so now instead of earning points, you still earn gas points, but now you get a special sale price if you have the card, which essentially means 
we're lying to you about what the price for this actually is. Yeah, absolute garbage. Yep, absolute trash. I had to put up with a checkout clerk that talked to the prior customer in line. Every time he talked, his hands stopped moving. He took the hangers off of the clothes and folded before putting in bag where they would get jumbled regardless. It took him twice as long to check her out. Even worse is this is the second week I didn't get the discount on the items I bought. Last week, it was for the five items get $1 off. This week, it was buy 10 items and get 50 cents off. I should not have to check my receipt before leaving the store. No, lady, that's not even the case of the cashier. That's you're arguing against the computer system at that point. The computer system's not computer making system. a coupon mistake for especially you. They haven't singled you out to be like, oh, but we're not giving Edna the coupon, no, sir. You, the you, computer you, system is not always correct, and the policy I adopted as a cashier was that whatever the customer told me the price was, that's what the price was. Uh, Fred Meyer encourages, Red Dryers, that is, encourages their cashiers to uh, make it right. Uh, they give them like $20 uh, on a transaction to go either way. Um, yeah, well, um, the, but yeah, my if point you is, who cares? Tell the cashier before who <laughs> about the price. Unless you're like on the absolute edge of poverty, you're like scraping by on cents a day, who cares? About the, the and, and you know, I know old people, a lot of elderly folk are on a fixed income because of Social Security, whatever, retirement. But if you're on a fixed income, stop coming to Fred Meyer because you can get everything here a lot cheaper somewhere else. You do not come in here because you need to. You come in here to buy useless junk. When people came into Fred Meyer and the grocery stores last March, uh, the well, two Marches ago or whatever, to buy the essentials for COVID, I didn't see one of them buying only meat and eggs and milk. They were buying like Captain me. Crunch and Pop-Tarts and all the other unessential absolute garbage that you shoveled in your gullet any other time. <laughs> but McLean, who knows when the Captain Crunch supply chain will be fixed? I gotta <laughs> The Oopsleberry supply chain. <laughs> the Oopsleberries. Probably the only organic now, no, Jake, food I, I eat don't think, is Oopsleberries. I don't think the cashier... I don't think the cashier specified in this review was me. I do have a suspicion of who it was. Uh, there's a man that works at Fred Meyer. He has worked there since 1985. And therefore, that. he is friends with every single person in town. So he will talk at length to every single person that comes through his checkout lane. Customers love him. Personally, if I worked there since 1985, I would have put a bullet in my brain no, many, well, I, many I years ago. I, I went there for I I don't understand the lifers at these places. Like you, you, there's something there's something weird about people who, who who work at Fred Meyer their entire You're lives. You're a sociopath. <laughs> just working retail in the first place, it's just miserable. I mean, I can, if this was the 1950s and you were a floor walker at Woolworths, I can see that being a nice job. But like working the the <laughs> cashier line at Fred's in the year 2021. Ugh, why? I mean, I didn't even, like, I didn't even have, like, that bad of interactions with customers anymore at the in, at the end of my time at the Red Dryers. But if I could wear a suit it was, it was just job, the monotony. Maybe it I was the monotony like of going over and over. My last day at Fred My- Red Dryers, um, I, I had worked, like, two days before that, but then I had, like, basically a week off between between days there and so when i came in on my last day at red dryers and i was cashiering for like first hour of my shift someone 
someone comes through my lane, I'm at check lane 13. They ask me to grab them cigarettes. And I don't know if it's because I was just so far out of that mindset at that point. I was so over the red dryers, but it just felt so demeaning at that point. <laughs> I was like, man. Dance for me, monkey boy, dance. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm going to make it another 45 Fetch my minutes. Winston's, my Paul Malls, my Salem's, my Lucky Strikes, my, my Camels, my Chesterfields, my... Uh, you can take Salem out no, of the no. country, but you can't take the country out of Salem. You can take Salem out of the country, but... You're going to notice the, the recurring theme of the confusing discount in coupon prices. Uh, this person says, in prices, prices have increased on everything in the store lately. That's understandable. Please keep providing good coupons and sale prices. Uh, this Cigarette jingles, they get a bad rap. Whoever was writing those cigarette jingles back in the day, good job. Bangers only. You made some ba- bangers only. All bangers. <laughs> all bangers. Much like cigarettes, they all slapped. Uh, thank Ooh. you for community rewards. Very much appreciate you know the, the only rewards program. Who got Product selection price. Smoking. The only people who got lung cancer were the ones smoking a pack a day from morning to night. I'm Jake, just saying. This is my rant. Please. You try drinking beer for 24 hours a day, and and nobody's banning beer. Nobody's Jake, out there putting I'm a ban on, I on ads for beer. I, I understand, Jake. The produce I needed was one sale and looked what? great. Thank you. Found the things I needed. Okay. Mostly the e coupon for the milk that wasn't available last week when I was there. Mm-hmm. Glad there All was right. at least some available today. Well, <clears throat> I do not like your great and awesome e-coupons or the fine print about buying four or five or with card only. Not everyone has a smartphone or likes to (laughs) wait behind someone while they figure theirs out or disputes items for ringing higher because of the buying print exclusion. Pricing is confusing and what I would consider misleading. Of course, most of this came in with Kroger's takeover along with higher prices. I love that they're... Oh, this is a different review. Like I said, the way these are formatted, you go from like a negative one to a positive one and there's no space in between. I love that they're employees visible all over the store. I could not tell. Well, I know the same person wrote all of these on their same trip. That's fair, um, but but it, I think it's I think it's wild that this person complains about people standing in front of them arguing over prices when, lady, that is what you are doing. Uh. Sometimes I get frustrated because the products I want have been replaced by Kroger or private selection products, and they aren't always equal or available in the size I want. I could get everything in one place. There was access for handicapped. I was glad the checker used my bags. I also like that we can round up for a local food what bank. What are the odds, McLean, that the handicap is she's fat? Hey. I'm just saying that's 80% like a, of the handicapped toddling around. I think it's a little less here in Pocatello. I think you what? get more of the... Uh, okay, it's a little bit hard to tell because a lot of them are elderly. So it's kind of like, how much of this is, you know... Anyway, this survey seems to indicate that I was not satisfied with how my mischarge was handled, but I was actually very happy how quickly I was refunded the amount of the overcharge. It was clean, very well laid out, and I was able to go in and get out and avoid 
unbrowsing. Unbrowsing. I don't know what that means. Unbrowsing. So I think I think that part about uh, an overcharge being handled was a sequel to this one here. As I did not realize the wrong price was read by the scanner until I had completed checking out, I went to the customer service center, and as there were no other customers there, I was quickly given a refund for the overcharge. I got some good buys, and the cat food that had been out of stock before was available, <laughs> so that made me feel good. I feel good. Oh, however, I knew that I would. <laughs> I however, I picked up another reduced priced item where the sale tag did not cover the barcode 100%, and to my amazement, the scanner at the checkout managed to read the sliver of the original barcode that was visible oh, no. instead of the big ol' sales sticker. I, I smell a conspiracy to deep rot this lady of 15 cents. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Ah. <sighs> And it looks like it looks like that's all I have, Jake. I'm I'm wow, sorry. I, I expected those I expected those to be a little bit better. I I feel really like I thought down. I had, I know. I'm not gonna lie. I want more Sunny D reviews. Oh, hold on, hold on. I just remembered I had something else Fred Meyer related that I sent you in chat. Oh, you did? Yeah, I told you not to read it so I could specifically discuss it on West Bros. Oh, the article. So, it was just suggested to me on my Google homepage. Uh, here is when Fred Meyer is open on Thanksgiving. Turkey and I, I, 2021. I, was, I figured it would just be a quick, quick like one, one to two sentences. Literally just given Fred Meyer's hours, probably put out by Kroger. Uh, I clicked on it just because I was curious. I assume they had the same hours they they did last year, and and they do. But I was curious if they had wronged me as I left the company and closed on Thanksgiving. But no, this article is from Grace Gallagher. Yeah, that's right. It's an article, and she's writing for Romper.com. And under Thanksgiving, it says, Here's when Fred Myers opened on Thanksgiving, posted November 8th, 2021. Freddy has your back on Turkey Day. Uh, it's Freddy's, but... I don't know what on earth compelled her to actually write this, but I hate it. Journalists, McLean, It happens are the real to the heroes. best of us. You wake up on Thanksgiving years. morning with all the essentials ready to go. You have your turkey, your potatoes, your stuffing ingredients, but then you realize you've forgotten some benign but still essential item like butter, ice cream for the pie, the aluminum foil pan for the turkey to roast in. Well, if you live near one of these grocery stores, you're in luck, as Fred Meyer will be open on Thanksgiving Day. I'll be with abbreviated hours. And if you work for one of these grocery stores, you can shove that right up your rear end because you're coming to work on Thanksgiving. If you're not familiar with the chain, Fred Meyer is owned by Kroger, and the grocery store has 134 locations throughout Alaska, Idaho, Oregon, and Washington. McClain, unless you've somehow, some, some horrible thing has happened and you've burned all of your food it's all gone up in flames unless someone kidnapped your turkey what kind of lunatic has not already bought everything by thing you got like a month <laughs> like it's on you at that point like this is just your poor planning as someone who lives in portland it's my go-to store because where else can you get a pair of shoes a basketball a bookshelf plus all your food for the week wow. i don't know lady literally any other store bye Mari. <laughs> that's like the pretty basic model for stores yeah. at this point. The all-in-one department all... store, grocery store thing. Yeah, everyone knows it. 
Oh, also no big deal. Target. There's a bar in my location with a special station for filling growlers with craft beer. Yes, that's the most Pacific Northwest sentence ever. I don't uh. get the growler thing. I think it's just because I hate the name. I do not like the word growler. I just want to punch anyone who says it. I get it confused with the with the with the donut crawler, and then I get disappointed because I think there's donuts, but there's yeah, not. No On Thanksgiving, all no Fred Meyer locations will be open, though their individual hours may vary by store. My local store, for example, will open at their normal time of 6 a.m., which is amazing if Ew. you need to get the turkey in the oven bright and early, but it will close at 4 p.m. The store normally closes at 10 p.m., so if you're in a pinch, you can count on good old Freddy's. Just call your local store to confirm its exact hours on the holiday, and don't expect to pop in in the evening. As you would expect, Fred Meyer will be open all day on Black Friday, November 26th, so you can start your holiday shopping and finish your trip off with a beer at the grocery store bar. I, I hate it. Why did you write I this got piece paid. of garbage? I got paid to write an article about Fred Meyer's hours today. <laughs> what did you do today, we went, you idiot? We went from... We went from... Journalists lacking all sorts of integrity about writing listicles about why they hate cherished American traditions to a journalist writing about why she loves Fred Meyer being open on Thanksgiving. <laughs> why? Why did you do this? Speaking of which, this is something that's been stewing in my mind for a couple days now. I recall, I don't know if it was a coffee run. I think it was a 5 a.m. coffee. I believe it was a 5 a.m. coffee. Casey Ferris. Casetifer Ferrison. Yeah. Mentioned that Fred Meyer was his favorite store, and I think he said that they registered when they when he got married yeah. there. Yeah. Um, why? What about Fred Meyer makes it Kaser's favorite store? I like Fred Meyer. I don't. I don't know. It's a. It's know. an okay store, but like I wouldn't buy anything like serious from there. Everything they have is fake. Well, I, <laughs> like you buy a furniture right piece of furniture think, from Fred Meyer. I think it's Fred like Meyer oversized dollhouse furniture. Oh no, I know, I know, I know, I know. I I think Fred Meyer is the highest end of the sort of Walmart type store. Um, I was gonna say, Sarah Bronson's wife said this uh, last year when I visited. She said Fred Meyer is bougie Walmart, and I haven't heard anything summarized more. Walmart. It's where yeah. it's where old people that still think that think they're upper middle class go yeah. it's where people that pretend to be fancier than they are go and that's what i hated about working at chartwells on campus yes. too oh okay i mean i guess i don't have that vision of it as much because i'm so used to fred meyer because it was literally the only store in Birkins. but i understand that angle that's how i feel about target i don't like target for that reason target is to me what that fred meyer is to you i think I, I can see that. I feel like Target has less of that facade, though. No, at least it, it in my feels mind. way more like everything's, everything is overpriced. Way overpriced. And it, it just okay. feels... I don't know. I don't like Yeah, it, people man. talk about, like... Because Idaho it, Falls here, an hour like away, has a Target. Target and a bunch of other places that Pocatello doesn't have. So people talk about going to Idaho Falls and going to Target. And I'm like, why? <laughs> First off, going shopping anywhere is not my idea of fun. The only store I like going into is the Maverick, and that, even that, is, uh, <laughs> is, a, little, is a little too much. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Durant Tootin, I buy all my essentials from the Mav. I was like, 
Of course, I get my essentials from the Mav. They sell Coors Light in Copenhagen. What more do you need? Okay. But Target's always like, it always feels like there's zero selection because, I mean, they have their own like store brand stuff, but then they have like, you walk over to, I don't know, like, it feels like they, I don't know how to describe it. There's like no, like if you want a specific item, it is not a place to go to to find that specific item. I don't know. It's like they they provide what they think will make a good. They they are currently selling what they think makes a good show show showcase display piece. It does not matter whether you actually need it or want it. But yeah. here's this thing that looks cool. You want to buy this? I don't know. It's weird. But that's the thing about Fred Meyer and like me working there is I just felt like everything was so fake. Like this store is not as fancy as you people think it is. And like, you want me to take a personal interest in your shopping experience? Lady, I couldn't care less about your shopping experience. Why do you want me oh, to fake it? McLean. I don't know you. Target. You don't know me. Why do we have Target. to pretend? Target is not as bad, McLean, as as Whole Foods. I I can't imagine. I, I don't think I've ever been to a Whole foot. Foods. I had never set foot into a Whole Foods until yesterday, day before yesterday, because so I was looking for a goose. I wanted to make a goose. I wanted to cook a goose for um. It's like Alicia's birthday next week, and I was going to cook her a goose because it just I think sounds... if you're looking for fancy meats, I think Whole Foods is the wrong place to go. Well, no, 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 no. Whole Foods was the only place I could find online that actually, ha- like, it listed that they had goose. And so I'm like, ah, oh, sweet. Well, there's at least one place where I could find a goose. It's like you got to order it ahead of time from anywhere else. Or, like, not even anywhere else. I think Whole Foods... Whole, that's what it was. Whole Foods was like, you have to order it ahead of time, like months and months in advance or something. There. Anyway, but anyway, I go there. They didn't have the goose, whatever. Point is, I th- Whole Foods Did they is have insane. the gander? Whole Foods is insane, my <laughs> If It is like, it is the place to go <laughs> for for crunchy carbohydrates, my life. Crunchy Vegetable, carbohydrates? Crackers, vegetables, Basically, I, I, that, that was that was what I settled on was crunchy carbohydrates, granola, um, weird cardboardy textured oat brand things. It, it's hell on earth in there, McLean. I swear, and I'm not making this up. I think their fake meats outnumbered the real meats they had for sale. And, and all of their real meats were like this hippie, like it's an organic, locally produced, or or, or ethically sourced hot dog. Uh, I'm like, oh, ethically sourced hot dogs. Oh, I felt so dirty in there, man. Anyway, yeah, terrible selection. What if my lifting buddies section, come in and see me here? Their whole meat section was like this little ghetto corner behind. <laughs> like they were ashamed of it. Oh, it was nuts. It was nuts. So yeah, Whole Foods do not recommend. I ended up buying a duck instead. I'm gonna cook a duck. A anyway. duck. Hey, I've been looking for a duck around here too, but I have Try not found one. However, I am planning on hot-footing it over to Huck's Customs tomorrow and looking to see if I can't find a good turkey gun because I want to go hunting before Thanksgiving. Has Mother Westbrook bought the turkey at Turkey Watch 2021? She has not. Oh, God. She has not. This does not bode well. I've been warning. I've been I've been sending up the warning. She she can't. Ah oh, man, I I'm worried, McLean. I'm worried. 
I'm concerned. I know, Jake. I know. You need to talk to her about it. I went into Winko looking for duck a while back, but I couldn't find it. It's over with, like, the weird meats, like the beef tongue and the liver. Yeah, I looked. If I could find an article talking about why um, Thanksgiving is bad but Black Friday is awesome, I think I think that'd be great. Um, uh, there was one lady in one of those articles that we read that said that. Shout out to yeah. Black Friday, though. But, McLean... Honestly, kinda... I think... I think... I think I'd be into Christmas if it there was no gifts being exchanged, or if the gifts were like if there was a trinkets. There was a law. No, no. If, if, there was if a the law, gifts if were like, give... I give you a dozen eggs and you give me a quart of milk. <laughs> yeah, but if 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 gifts were like, you can only give one gift. Like <laughs> you're limited to one gift. I don't know how it would. I don't know. <laughs> I I think that could. Yeah, if gifts were like, you can only. You can only give one gift. I think it would be. Basically, a lot I'm saying if Christmas was more like Thanksgiving, it'd be better. Yeah, exactly. The Great Cranberry Scare of 1959. Turkey Watch 2021 Jake, please. involves history. Please, Jake, history I can't. Lessons. I don't want to relive it. Ah, uh, McLean. It was a dark time in our nation. Jake, you better hurry up. You only have three more minutes of your 45 minute Westbrook. You pitch. used up a half hour blathering about coupons, McLean. You don't On November 26, 1959, Mamie Eisenhower served applesauce with dinner. Although the first lady might have preferred not to make headlines with her choice of fruit, the actor, the actor Rosalind Russell disclosed the menu to the national media. She was a guest at the White House that evening. America had been waiting with interest to see what the Eisenhowers would eat for Thanksgiving. The news came Friday, courtesy the Associated Press. No cranberries for the president. Ike's table reflected the nation. Un-American. The problem was not the berries, which remained palatable under the usual mountain of sugar. It was the aminotriazole. On November 9th, Arthur S. Fleming, the Secretary of Health, Education, and Welfare, informed the public that a small portion of the cranberry crop from the Pacific Northwest had tested positive for the herbicide, herbicide, whatever, which caused abnormal growth in lab rats. Ocean Spray, the dominant growers' cooperative, argued that a person would have to consume carloads of cranberries to trigger any possible ill effect. Nevertheless, Wait, Fleming had a message. You're telling me I shouldn't give in to the ch- low, low chances of being ill uh, and cancel my Thanksgiving plans? Nah, I'm going to follow the science on this one, Jake. I'm following the science, McLean. Nevertheless, Fleming had a message for the average consumer, the housewife, that if she couldn't determine the origin of her berries to be on the safe side, she doesn't buy. A $50 million a year business collapsed overnight. In December of 1959, the industry trade paper Cranberries, creative name, reported that mid-November sales of cranberries dropped 63% from the year before. Canned sales were down 79%. Ocean Spray's market researchers found that almost half of the abstaining shoppers intended never to buy cranberries again. For his efforts, Fleming was hanged in effigy by Miss Cranberry of Modesto, (laughs) California, who wore a long berry garland and, for reasons less clear, fishnet stockings. Good enough for him. The North American cranberry may seem an unlikely villain of the chemical age. Early on, American Indians blended wild cranberries with tallow and venison to form a kind of pemmican. Later, Henry Hall, veteran of the Revolutionary War, drained and fenced a marsh in Cape Cod and cultivated the first recorded crop. 
Over time, cranberry growers tamed the bog. In the mid-1950s, they began using aminotriazole, a chlorophyll inhibitor, to eliminate sedges, rushes, horsetails, and deep-rooted grasses. Sprayed by plane over cattail swamps, it also cleared the water for geese, which were not yet considered a weed on wings. Labels and growers' compacts stated that the chemicals should be used only in the week after the harvest, the November harvest, to keep it off the finished fruit. But as manufacturers petitioned the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to allow a small amount of residue up to one part per million if necessary. So in June of 1959, five months before Thanksgiving, the FDA rejected the second of those tolerance applications. New research had suggested that large, long-term doses of the chemical suppress thyroid function in rats, encouraging tumors to form. This is the kind of science that they use to tell us that meat's gonna kill you. This is the, uh... This is the... These are the same people killing puppies. The legal basis for the decision came from a late addition to the Food Additives Amendment of 1958, a piece of consumer safety legislation. The so-called Delaney Clause, named for James J. Delaney, a Democrat congressman from Queens, New York, imposed a rigid restriction. No additive shall be deemed to be safe if it is found to induce cancer when ingested by man or animal. At the time, researchers had documented four such contaminants, soot, radiation, tobacco smoke, and beta-philothalamine, a dye chemical. In 1957, the journal Science published research linking smoking and cancer. Just a few years earlier, the Atomic Bomb Casualty Commission had begun to study the effects of ionizing radiation on the survivors in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Testified in favor of the Delaney Clause... Wilhelm Huber, an influential cancer researcher, advocated precaution in the face of incomplete knowledge. So the problem here is th this idea that y you can't, uh, let's see here, uh, no additive shall be deemed safe if it's found to induce cancer with ingested by man or animal. The problem is that anything can do that in the, in the right amounts for the right thing. Anything can do that. <laughs> like, you feed a rat a truckload of, I don't know, um, figs, it'll cause cancer. Strange how they weren't concerned about uh, diabetes and sugar, though. Yeah, weird. The, the sugar McLean was an energy source. That it was a health food. Put a little pep in your step, Jake. Yeah. I I gotta I gotta tell you, uh, you're well over your 45 minutes McLean, at this point. You ate up my well, I'm not gonna minutes, stop buddy. you. You ate I'm up. not gonna stop you, but this is going to reflect very poorly uh, when I review when I review your pitch here. In the end, a few bad berries spoiled the barrel. Maybe the plants have been sprayed at the wrong time, but once the tainted samples appeared in 1959 under a new testing protocol, Fleming believed that his office was compelled to act. We must follow the science, gentlemen! With ocean sprays begrudging consent, government inspectors seized barrels as if they were filled with moonshine. Still, some people stayed on the sauce. During the presidential campaign swing through Wisconsin, Richard Nixon tucked in the four helpings of cranberries. I... Richard Nixon was one of our best presidents. He's out here eating cranberries to prove they won't kill you. Man, it's kind of like when Jonas Salk tested the polio vaccine on himself. Oh. Man, I wonder if Nixon did anything else after that. Probably not. Not to be outdone, his opponent, JFK, downed two cranberry juice cocktails the very same day. After toasting Boo. the politicians for their braver stomachs, Life magazine published a holiday photo spread of all of the Only fruits cranberry that juice cocktail? The man, man's a fraud. JFK's a political hack. You better He's eat that sauce if you want Nixon. my vote. He's just copying Nixon. I do, I do grandstanding. Like that. Politicians outdoing each other to see who loves cranberries more. 
I think I think instead of a uh, presidential debate, we should have an eating competitions. I think it actually would tell us a lot more about the candidates. I think Trump versus Biden taking down some Big Macs. I think Trump will win every time. <laughs> I want to see how Biden uh, is uh, chewing. Anyway, Life Magazine published a yeah, But if, if Biden gets the chocolate chocolate chip instead, man. That's the real. That's the real debate over uh, which which food they're going to be eating. Of all American fruits that could fill the cranberry gap, were cooks ready to give thanks with side dishes like with side dishes like spiced crab apples, frosted grapes, currant jelly, beach plum preserve? How about pickled watermelon rind? What is this anti-American communist garbage? Give me cranberries. It's the frosted grapes. Then it's the curdled bean curd turkey. And the 14 pound block of bean curd. Give me cranberries or give me death. If Fleming was the Grinch who stole Thanksgiving. I braised my bean curd in bean curd. <laughs> if Fleming was the Grinch who stole Thanksgiving, he also gave back the berries. In the days before the holiday, his department struck an agreement with the industry and released the cranberry lots of the tested clean. At Christmas time, it represented more than 99% of the impounded fruit. Over the winter and spring, the government created a $10 million fund to compensate cranberry farmers. So basically, they admitted that they've screwed up, but still. So you're still. telling me the government passing more regulations than necessary over something that wasn't that big of a deal in the interest of quote-unquote public health damaged business and caused undue fear in the public? Hmm. Nowadays, Curious. we treat dietary panics as a national pastime. But the cranberry crisis created the rules of the game. The daily media commotion, the confusing science, the industry resentment, the political grandstanding. It taught Americans a new way to feel our food. This is the kind of historical footnote you can turn into a dissertation. Blah, 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 blah. it's been a while since we had a good cranberry panic. Uh, the no-threshold policy towards carcinogens could not be sustained. Congress finally killed the Delaney Clause in 1996. In the years that followed the cranberry scare, dozens and hundreds of chemicals would prove carcinogenic in humans or animals. Testing, testing sensitivity increased a millionfold. Now the public had a lot more to fear. Blah, blah, blah. Nitrates and meats. Yeah, that's not a thing. Red dye number two. Saccharin, and apples, benzene, and perrier. Nitrates of meats. That's another example. Anyway, uh, the, the menagerie of bugbears comes from a report of the blah 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 blah. No drink. I know Last month, a World be. Health Organization. Yeah, uh, the the lesson that the crowd seems to take from the cranberry scares that were easily fooled by quack scientists and hack reporters. But then, what about those nitrates? Last month, a World Health Organization working group concluded that eating small amounts of meat significantly increases the risk of developing colorectal cancer. That is definitely true, and we're not walking back this one at all. Not related. That is that one. Now that one is actually that the <laughs> that turned out to be McLean. You, you're not going to believe this. That turned out to be totally made up. <laughs> I know you're shocked. What? You're shocked. I know significantly increases the risk of developing it's these epidemiological studies man there's only one there is only one epidemiological study that can be considered a success and that was the, the and we're celebrating it one. this thursday around the tape yeah, oh yeah. sorry it's, it's, the, it's the smoking causes cancer one and even then they never actually proved that smoking causes cancer it was just that the the correlation was so high they had to say okay well it's obvious that they're, these two are linked, so yeah. But that they, they only got one. 
that's the only one that they ever were like they were able to like sort of reasonably like quote prove a link between something epidemiology it's garbage 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 science anyway. now jake 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 you and i both know turkey is healthy but what do you think it would take to cause a turkey scare and to get a few more of those toms on the shelves for yours truly you know what i mean fine maybe uh maybe it'll take some turkey heisting that's right do we have to heist the turkeys? I, I don't we, see how that's related. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm trying I was, to segue I was starting here. about talking. I was I was talking about starting a a, a panic. Uh. Well, I'm panicking, McLean, because even after our Westboro special on turkey heist, it appears the problem is not over. Turkey heist is still <laughs> gripping this nation. People are panicking. We had raised awareness. Actually, this first one is actually pretty funny. Um, defund the police McLean, and put the money towards preventing turkey heists. Remember, McLean, how you told me of the time you visited a Thanksgiving feast and, uh, you know, one of the birds happened to go missing? Allegedly. Allegedly. McLean, there's a family in Chicago who was heartbroken after a one-legged turkey was stolen from their animal sanctuary. They had a one-legged turkey stolen from the animal sanctuary? Man, you think that's bad? When I went home for Thanksgiving dinner, I bit into a drumstick and found out it was fake. (laughs) The owners of a very special turkey named Henrietta are asking for the bird's safe return after she was stolen from an Indiana animal sanctuary over the weekend. Blah, 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 blah. She said the bird has a prosthetic leg. wants me, but I can't go back there. <laughs> yeah, that is my dinner walking around out there. And instead of plucking her and putting her on my plate, you're spending Lord knows how much money to give her a prosthetic leg. What kind of a There's insane a man world hunt. are we living in? A manhunt going around for a turkey now. What kind of lunatic? I'm saying, like, Flipper the dolphin? Probably would have made some nice tuna. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, the owner Something says that dolphins and prosthetic tails. <laughs> the owner says that her dog has been taking the news hard as she visited the turkey several times a day. She goes through the loss of her animal friends at ten times the rate that normal kids do. Him and the other was a friend of. So you think eventually? I think this kid's get used to realize, it. Eventually realize. Oh wait a minute! Animals, animals die. New theory. Maybe um, the uh, maybe the kid had a little side hustle going on and maybe uh, sold Henriette into the service, so to speak. Who knows? How much do you think you could get for a one-legged turkey these days, given the the state of the turkey supply chain? It's gotta be a reduced because um, like you only get one drumstick off that sucker. Yeah, yeah, but still, I think you'd still be making some decent money. Um, oh my goodness! Just Henrietta, because McLean. Henrietta was a survivor. Her disability wasn't stopping her from hopping around or having a normal life. And it is inspiring for kids to see that. Man, if only she could have run a little faster. Probably wouldn't be dinner right now, huh? Oh, well. Anyway. Probably be dinner. But, uh... Oh, it, we're warned! Do we have any pictures oh, of Henrietta? Oh, does it show... Oh, we're warned for her safe return has grown to $1,500! Oh my goodness! I can get turkey for a buck ninety a pound at the local Waldo Martins, and you save fifteen hundred bucks for this thing. 
man. Dude, think about I the turkey. I can sell a leg off. You think, look, hey, you think they'll buy it if I saw a leg off, <laughs> off a turkey? And, <laughs> I was going to yeah. say that. <laughs> it's a turkey. It's not a human I mean, being. you see one it's turkey, you see them all. Look. We're in a weird, this is a weird culture, man. Like we think, we think we can just make any animal a pet now. It's it's weird. <laughs> this pig, yeah, he was going to be a a bunch of sandwiches and a pork loin and a, and a roast. Actually, now he's my dog. This pig is my dog now, and um, he's my beloved uh, pet. And and I gave him the name Porky Westbrook. <laughs> yes, he has my last name. I'm we live in an insane uh, world. Well, it was either this, it was either adopt the pig or have actual kids of my own. And considering I'm infertile because of all the massive amounts of soy protein <laughs> I've been eating, uh, that's not an option. Even if I wasn't gay. Ah, <laughs> uh, from Milwaukee. I could adopt and actually positively influence someone li- someone's life that wouldn't have the opportunity otherwise as they're growing up in their formative years. Right, now but then I realized I actually hate kids in general. And I hate... Next, uh, uh, human beings and i'm a bad person so i i got the pig long story short <laughs> this nice turkey heist mclean uh, jake i was a... gonna ask i was gonna ask um yeah did it show a picture of henrietta like do we know like where that leg was taken off like yeah i couldn't tell from the picture it just, it just looked like a turkey okay i was i was just wondering like how much of that drumstick would was still there and would have would have been atrophied at all yeah i don't uh, know now, and this turkey maybe heist. i if if it, if henrietta was a plump bird Maybe I'd pay sixteen hundred to get her back instead of the the family there. <laughs> now this turkey heist, McLean. It's a little bit of a it's a bit of an op. It's a, it's a little bit of a switcheroo, McLean. Because here I'll, I'll read it. Milwaukee man's tire stolen before Thanksgiving, replaced with turkey. Okay, so as you were reading that, where what I thought you were going to say is to what you actually said. So now, at first, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. A Milwaukee man maybe the other tells way around. Fox News his tire was stolen and replaced with a turkey before Thanksgiving. It's a mystery that even the Butterball hotline can't solve. The victim what? said... They he, solve everything. <laughs> they, they can answer any turkey question. The victim had just moved to the north side from Nashville and was getting ready for work a few days before Thanksgiving when he noticed it and was shocked. I've never seen anything like this before, the man said. I heard of people putting bricks under a stolen tire, but I never heard of a frozen turkey underneath. I hope okay, you enjoy so that tire. Okay, it was a frozen turkey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the man said he filed a police report and added it would cost him $600 to get it fixed. Oh, dude, it's a tire. It's not going to cost you. $600? What are you talking about? It, yeah. It's a tire, dude. They just stole the tire. Did, did they the take, like, the whole, like, wheel well and everything, too? No, no I'm looking at the picture the of the car cap? resting on the on the frozen turkey. They just took the, literally just took the tire. It's just a regular tire. Send that what picture to me, please. Because me, personally, I call that a fair trade. It looks That's like, like you know... I'm looking at That's it. Like it looks like old... a meme. It looks like somebody, someone, something someone did as a joke for a stupid YouTube video or something. S- send me that picture, man. Okay. Uh, that sounds like you know, it's it's the, it's like when someone is breaks into a store and like grab a grab a Mountain Dew and they put a couple of dollars on the on the counter there. Like technically you did something illegal, but also it's a fair trade off, man. <laughs> Honor system, man. I just didn't want to have to deal with the cashier. That's all. Man, you got a turkey, dude. Especially nowadays, man. Come a on. A turkey's probably a okay. bit more. He's 
He's not even driving like a fancy car. Yeah, I'm beginning to think he did this himself just to maybe get some sympathy points from somebody, but it's a really weird way to do it. Did we did we know how many legs were on that frozen turkey is his? Because I think I might have a lead. <laughs> All right, back to the real turkey heist. College students arrested after Tim the turkey stole it from school and found injured <laughs> and smelling of beer. Aww. <laughs> Turkey benders, McLean, they're real. <laughs> Was this an actual live turkey mascot? Or? Yes. Aww. Two Southern, California, two Southern California college students have been arrested for their role in kidnapping the turkey from a local high school and leaving it injured and smelling of beer. Tim no, the turkey, yeah, I got that part from the headline. <laughs> Tim the turkey disappeared from Orange High School sometime Saturday night, sparking the search for the bird that ended when it was discovered the next afternoon. The five-year-old turkey was found bruised, missing feathers, and spoiling a series of abrasions as well as a broken toe. This just sounds like uh, somebody was trying to butcher him but just didn't know how. Spoiling a broken toe Two on a very here. drunk high school students were trying to butcher a turkey mascot. And oh, realized don't make me... Don't make me pay for this article, you lunatic. No, 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 yeah. New York, no! Have, I, can I just point out the fact that every single episode of West Bros is free? Is that on, on the New York Times? No, it's not. Oh. It's uh, the New York Daily News. Ah. Every but, episode uh, of West Bros, absolutely free. Exactly. Turkey Bender, McLean. Now that's the takeaway from that story. Turkey Bender. Yeah. Uh, police in San Antonio say a team was arrested in a $200 turkey heist trying to steal Thanksgiving dinner in a grocery cart. A 15-year-old boy was arrested in Lytle last week after trying to steal an entire Thanksgiving dinner from an HEB. The heck is an HEB? Is that a, is that a it's store? It's a uh, convenience store down in Texas, yeah. Ah, okay. Well, the boy went into Maybe the Maybe you would have known if we had actually gone to Midland, Texas. Or Amarillo, Texas, I should say. We went you to, jerk. um, where were we? Hartley. We were in Dal... No, Dalhart. Where were we? Dalhart is is not exactly a, uh, a metropolis shape. <laughs> it seemed like it to me. They had cows. Uh, look, uh, the boy went into an HEB located in Texas 25 miles southwest of downtown San Antonio around 8 p.m., filled a shopping cart with four turkeys, sodas, and other fixings worth about $200. The teen lined the outer rim of the cart with soda and toilet paper to conceal the high-dollar turkeys and made his getaway. If you're stealing the entire cart of stuff, I don't understand what, what the point of hiding some of the stuff is behind other stuff that you're also stealing. <laughs> I think that hey, might have been the stuff flaw. There? That might have been the flaw in your plan. Um, they won't be able to see the stuff I'm stealing if I hide it behind the other stuff I'm stealing. Uh, the authorities confronted him, and he said his mom was with him and paid for the haul. After a bit of questioning, he admitted to the theft. That's the problem with kids these days. Ah, oh, man. You, you, you catch him stealing, and they immediately like, Oh, my mom, my mom paid for it. Like, come on, just own up to your criminal acts. You, you, you Say, Gen yeah, Z. I stole the turkey. <laughs> just admit. I'd do it again. Yeah, see? We don't have enough uh, punk kids running around saying, Yeah, yeah. They're all like, oh, no, my mom, my mom to help me I out. I swiped the turkey. Yeah, what's it to you, copper? Flatfoot. 
Jake, you're now 20 minutes over your 45-minute pitch limit, so you better you better start wrapping this up, brother. Gracie, Wisconsin, man accused of drunken turkey theft from Walmart. How dare you accuse me of something like that? Sir, I'll have you know I'm an upstanding citizen in this town. A racing man. I would never do something like that. <laughs> a racing man faces theft and felony bail jumping charges after police picked him up on allegations of stealing frozen turkeys Wednesday. The racing channel. Oh, he reported. sounds like a racy man, all right. <laughs> Employees were watching Leon Vaughn after observing him drunkenly munching on loose nuts at a counter. He left the store with two birds in hand. <laughs> Outside, he tripped and fell, dropping both frozen turkeys. When police approached him, he hid the birds behind the van and told police with slurred speech that his wife had bought them. That is the end of the article. So not, not, not a lot there, of spirit in that turkey There was 100% more news in this article than in the Fred Meyer Hours article. <laughs> it's true. Something I'm actually concerned with is the Hey, a thing that actually hide. happened. I feel like this year's crop of turkey heists are a lot more whimsical than the ones we were reading about last year. Well, I don't know. Let's see here. An, an Ocala, o- Ocala woman says thieves stole a Thanksgiving turkey from a freezer in her garage. Uh, she asked her husband to get the turkey from the freezer. He came back in the house and asked where she put it. They checked the freezer. There was no turkey inside. She says she guesses someone was hungry, but she's puzzled that the thief didn't take the beer she had stored in the garage. <laughs> I, I have a perfectly good case of beer here and you steal my turkey. Well, hey, man, you that can get beer been... anytime. Supply chain. Like, that, if If the beer had been taken, that would have been enough to convict those uh, two high schoolers. <laughs> exactly. You're right, to manage everything up. History lesson time. We're going back in time here, McLean. This is the account of Petty Larceny, a story that would have been lost to history except for the fact that the evening Missoulian out of Missoula documented every aspect of the case, much of it on the front page. Why the newspaper did so is a mystery, but I strongly suspect that the paper's editor at the time, Lambert Molinelli, a prominent member of the Knights of Pythias, must be a lodge, uh, not only knew every member of the group involved in the heist, but could possibly have been part of their society. The Monarch Mosque known 196 Sons of the Mystic Tie. Uh, oh, goofy, Lodge, goofy Lodge hijinks were a big thing around the, around the turn of the century. I never quite understood it. Um, they were a brotherhood of pranksters and practical jokers among, much about the, lodges these days. among the elite of the community. That's the problem, McLean. A hundred years ago, you had a ton of guys in top hats running around pulling pranks on each other. Nobody's doing that these days. We need more top hats and more good-natured prank pulling. That's what we need. More turkey heists. Exactly. But in a fun way. Missoulians, picking up their papers on the evening of January 2nd, 1894, read the following front-page account of the Great Turkey Heist of 1893. Once upon a time, there resided in Missoula, happy and fat, and totally oblivious to the dangers surrounding him, a gentleman turkey of the dressed value of $2. Christmas came, as Please, it does, but... only a, a gentleman turkey for me. <laughs> Christmas came once a year, and that turkey was selected to bring good cheer to the stomachs of some... I wouldn't dare eat white meat before Labor Day. 
the turkey fell to the lot of Charles H. Skinner, who resides at the Hammond Block and who placed it on the windowsill outside of his room that it might be kept fresh until the time should come to prepare it for the table. And that is, there is where its job, a lot of trouble, commenced. On Christmas night, shortly after the electric lights had begun to throw their yellowish glare around the corner of Higgins Avenue and Front Street, that turkey disappeared. It was swiped, in fact, and Mr. Skinner waxed exceeding wrath thereat. So began the day-by-day coverage of the Great Turkey Heist, which would carry on for the better part of a month. A local barfly, Abe Cohen, known as the Sheeny Kid, was promptly arrested for the theft, but influential friends rescued him from jail, promising Mr. Skinner they'd pay for the turkey and for his trouble. The trouble is, they didn't pay up, so Skinner had the kid rearrested and brought before a city judge. Skinner told What kind of kangaroo court is this? What kind of turkey trial we got running here? Skinner told Judge Evans, those who offered to pay for his silence... poultry police are we uh, paying? (laughs) ...included two prominent Missoula doctors, Parsons and Hanson. The kid admitted that he and a man named George Earl had swiped the birds, but only at the direction of Dr. Parsons and Dr. Hanson. It was in self-defense. The judge ordered the kid to be held in jail under a $200 bond and issued a warrant for Earl. Earl's trial was set for the following night, and given the press coverage, the courtroom was packed. Every seat in the body of the house was taken, some holding portions of two and even three interested spectators. The gallery was crowded almost to suffocation. (laughs) It's the trial of the century! Your Honor, I do not aim to declare that my client is innocent. I aim to declare that there was never a turkey at all. The trial was a farce. Witnesses testified that George Ura was involved, but the jury took only minutes to declare him not guilty. Judge Evans, clearly <sighs> exasperated, issued arrest warrants for Dr. Parsons, Dr. Hansen, and Smith Davis for petty larceny. Doc Parsons, indignant that his name be bandied about, bandied about in sidewalk twaddle, declared in a letter to the editor, I had nothing to do with taking or eating the so-called goose or paying for hushing up the matter. Their court of What do you mean, the, goose? The very cream of Missoula's male society, including a number of gentlemen who have been directly and indirectly tangled up with similar poultry pranks in the community, but have, es- have escaped having their antics paraded in the police court in full view of a vulgar public. The two doctors stood before Judge Evans while Smith Davis hit behind City Treasurer Curran's pin rack. A wise move given the fury of the judge, who immediately who immediately declared the two doctors in contempt of court, finding each ten dollars. Doctors Parson and Hanson have sworn out a complaint, ju- charging Judge Evans with bribery, creating the common rumor on the streets yesterday that a warrant was issued for his arrest in an attempt to bulldoze the turkey case. You're Evans out of order. De- You're out of order. No, I'm not a the crazy. soda machine in the hall's out of order. Ah, what was that originally from? I don't know, you put it in a GIF comic. I don't You're know what it was order. before the that. The soda machine in the hall is out of order. It must have been like an Archie comic or something. I don't even remember. I'll Google it real quick. It might have been. I don't know. It's a great line, to be fair. <laughs> the defendants won the day, convincing the judge that Dr. Parsons had nothing to do with the turkey stealing, and arguing they could not get a fair trial uh, before Judge Evans had the case transferred to Judge Donnelly's court. Uh, the courtroom was packed. Uh, the de- defense asked that the case be dismissed, alleging all sorts of things that had no bearing on the case. 
Inexplicably, Judge Donnelly, with his eyes averted from the gaze of every man in the room, inaudibly murmured that he could see no evidence to warrant a conviction and dismiss the defendants. The prosecution was indignant. The Missoulian declared a weak-kneed judiciary had succeeded in defeating the ends of justice, and the taxpayers were out of sum sufficient to set the think pot of the average citizen working in a violent manner. In the end, only Sheeny the Kid paid a price by serving jail time. The case was a monumental miscarriage of justice, pivotal in public shaming the slow demise of the Hejis, of the, of the Lodge brothers, I guess. They claimed to be indignant, failed to pay rent, and were kicked out of the Lodge. They garnered some press now and then, including an attempt to end the local politics, but within a few years, disappeared altogether. Uh, no justice was done that day, McLean. That's the issue. Oh, it was an episode of Jimmy Neutron. That's what it was, McLean, when, when the character of Sheen said it. You're out of order, you're out of order. The soda machine in the hall is out of order. That's what it Really, was. that was it. Why did that stick in an my absolute... head? I haven't thought about that show in years. Yeah, I didn't even know where it came from when you put it in the, in the comic. But man, what a, what a banger line that is. It's funny what things well, that is a, uh... stick in your head. Yeah. McLean... Turkey theft, turkey hides are not limited to the states, McLean. No, sir. Because over in Johnny Own, the old country, they serve turkey on, on, on Christmas Day. And uh, let's just say this this crime goes international, you know. Garde, Garde, Garde? I don't even know. Oh, I gotta Jake. look this up. Jake. What? Please. I don't. Jake, it's been a full half hour past your 45 <laughs> minute pitch. And I have to say, I will be canceling Westboros after this. All I'm saying, turkey theft over in Jollywood, England, was such a common crime that local policemen were posted at random farms at night to stamp out the stealing of birds. According to Liam Motherway, blah, 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 uh, he recalls that the whole flocks of turkeys were known to disappear overnight, according to the Castlebridge magazine. He stated that they staked out various farms in the lead-up to Christmas in the hope of intercepting the culprits. Another duty for the Castlebridge boys in blue was to accompany the postman as to as they delivered Christmas cards and parcels around the area. Castlebridge people living abroad sent money home to their families often. The threat of theft of mail was real, and hence the policemen were kept busy escorting mailmen and watching out for turkey thieves by night. Uh, let's see here. Because the time when guns were a big Christmas seller for boys, an old spice aftershave and a pair of socks were the perfect present for the man in your life. The blah 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 uh, really didn't get much news out of that, just, there was just a, uh, okay, well, I'll, I'll, all I've learned today is that turkey thefts were in fact happening in jolly old England, but it seems all the interesting ones, all of the ones of any note and acclaim, were over here in the United States, brother! You ain't gonna get that anywhere else! Sure. Yeah. Sure. You think, there's no way someone will steal my turkey. It's always the other guy. Maybe... Maybe you don't even own a turkey. Maybe you're not worried. But let me tell you, the problem of turkey theft affects us all. Some guy steals another guy's turkey. That guy doesn't have a turkey anymore. He comes trying to steal your turkey. Now you don't have a turkey anymore. And suddenly, it's your problem too. So, no matter what you folks do this holiday season, keep watching the skies. Keep watching keep the skies. Watching the skies. Wherever there's a turkey being stolen, I'll be there. Wherever there's a mascot Probably being doing the stealing. fed beer, I'll be there. Whenever there's a boy trying to sneak a Thanksgiving dinner out of a San Antonio convenience store, I'll be there. You can't find that in an automat. 
whenever there's a miscarriage of justice happening in the 1800s, when the Lodge brothers tried to pull a good-natured prank and ended up being being bandied about and sidewalk twaddled by the common folk, I'll be there too. If I'm you bandy Jeremy. about someone in the sidewalk twaddle, honestly, you deserve to have your turkey get stolen. That was harsh. That was harsh. <laughs> Why would you say that, man? <laughs> Why? Jake, I'm gonna go bandy your name about in sidewalk twaddle. Be right back. Let me tell the story, I can tell it all About the mountain boy who ran illegal alcohol His daddy made the whiskey, son he drove the load When his engine roared, they called the highway Thunder Road There was thunder, thunder over Thunder Road Thunder was his engine and white lightning was his load And there was thunder, thunder over Thunder Road